RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Live Bold and Boss Up show. Let me tell you, we are going to be talking about something super exciting today. Edge of your seat, volume all the way up, super juicy, the job market. Ooh, I can't wait. (laughs) We We were sitting here thinking about, talking about, like, how can we make this exciting? We need to, like, you know. You can't make unemployment or job market sexy. No. No. You just can't. Yeah. But we'll do our best. We will. We will try our best. <laughs> We've been talking about it just because we get we get questions every single day from people that are looking for new opportunities. They just got laid off or they were laid off a couple months ago, you know, back in like April, May, whenever, you know, everything was so uncertain. And so we get this question daily, multiple times a day. And so we decided to do a little bit of research and be able to come to you with what we're seeing that way, you know, hopefully it brings some light to kind of the the job market situation. Right. Yeah. So hopefully it's beneficial for all you small business owners, um, job seekers out there, no matter what industry, this is kind of what we're seeing in the market. And, um, and hopefully, yeah, it'll, it'll be a value add and, um, you know, feel free to, to email us and, you know, with any questions that you have, if like we didn't dive in deep enough to one specific area, let us know. Take into consideration, you know, we're in staffing. So we Mm -hmm. see, um, we see all different types of jobs. We mainly see like sales, marketing, IT, finance, you know, those types of roles. So we're probably going to be a little bit more, you know, focused in that area. Um, We'll try to touch on other areas as well, but that's just kind of, you know, what we mainly see. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess, first of all, obviously unemployment rates are higher right now than Mm -hmm. they were in the beginning of the year. I mean, at least they're not nearly as high as the Great Recession, so that's positive, Mm -hmm. right? We've got that. They never got as high as 20% for the U.S. as a whole or individual states. So that's a plus. So what's the best state to live in right now for unemployment? What is it, Kentucky? Kentucky. Is that (laughs) that why I said it? (laughs) Kentucky. Is that because there's so many? Get your cowboy hat. Yeah, I wonder if that's dependent on the type of jobs that are in Kentucky. Obviously, the states that are higher in unemployment are the bigger cities that have a lot of corporate jobs, larger enterprise companies. So obviously they're more affected. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the percentage will be higher. What's the highest unemployment rate Mm -hmm. by state? Uh, 17, just over 17% in uh, the Northeast. I think those New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts are all right around that 15 to 17%. Yeah. You know, and I think just because they obviously have, you know, more, more large companies that were affected. Right. More, more people, more companies in a condensed space. Yeah. Where's, where does Florida rate? Let's see. We're right at 10, just over 10%. Yeah. You can feel that for sure. Yeah. 
What have been the most recession-proof jobs? I think from the start, right, of this whole thing, which was March, which technically the unemployment rate did not go down until May. So we didn't see the results of March and April until May, of course, right? Um, But consistently, we have been hiring every single month since Mm -hmm. this happened. Um, And I've seen a lot of tech, Mm -hmm. sales tech roles that have just been continuously been hiring for. Right. I think anything, especially now, like people are working remote. So in a role, in a job where you can work remote, especially in technology, I feel like more companies are needing the technology to keep them, you know, in the cloud and virtual and, um, you know, a different way of marketing and branding, um, just a whole different way of thinking. Technology is not going away. There's always going to be technology jobs and those are definitely still hiring any company Mm -hmm. in the technology industry. Yeah. And software, any of that. And speaking of technology, I've also noticed from connecting with, you know, many clients or just just connections in general to see how their business is doing. They feel like now is the time to upgrade their technology mm-hmm. and upgrade their systems. So my, you know, colleagues and, and people that I network with that sell technology, they've actually seen you know, some, some companies still moving and, and purchasing those, those items, which is good. Yeah. I think that, you know, if they didn't do it before COVID, they have to do it now after COVID because they're going to fall behind if they don't have that technology to keep them up with everyone else. Yeah. Um, I was doing a little bit of research on the best jobs in 2020 software developer, number one. Yeah. I can totally see that. Absolutely. And then also I feel like another you know, area that is definitely picked up since COVID has been the the driving delivery logistics industry. Yeah. Um, because obviously people aren't going out. They want stuff delivered to them. So, I mean, I feel like Amazon and any of those delivery, you know, services mm-hmm. are just, you know, crazy right now. Yeah. And diving into that a little bit more, like truckers, Right. Any of those like Mm -hmm. drivers of those, what they don't even need to be at those big companies. They could be for other organizations. Those roles haven't slowed a bit. They've been all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. since the beginning. I don't think they've stopped. In fact, they probably have picked up, picked up more shifts. Right. Even like, um, so that's another industry. And then um, like financial advisors mm-hmm. and like tax specialists, I know they're up there because obviously, you know, times are changing for people. They're going to have to become a little bit more strategic and smarter and companies that filed for certain, um, you know, write-offs and in, in tax um, things over COVID, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to have to, you know, think about that whenever they come to file their taxes mm-hmm. or, or figure how to financially be smarter. Mm-hmm. I feel like that industry is definitely, you know, yeah. not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot more work for them because of all the loans um, and then just companies and individuals deferring taxes. I'm sure next year they probably will do so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of 
my clients that are financial institutions, banks, whatever, um, they've been extremely busy throughout this whole time. Um, it hasn't slowed a bit. They've been hiring. They've been working overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So banking industry is certainly yeah. a great place to be, financial industry. Right. And then um, another one I just thought of is um, cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's huge. With everything going, you know, more cloud and everyone using technology more, cybersecurity is huge. It's in demand. I mean, everyone's going to be needing that and upgrading their cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. And then um, healthcare. I feel like it just depends on area of healthcare that you're in. Obviously, if you're in elective surgeries and all that, that, you know, obviously hurt um, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. but yeah, they shut those down for a l- little bit. Right. I feel like an area that it, it maybe has picked up or is going to be picking up is the home health care mm-hmm. because people, you know, are going to want out of, want to stay out of nursing homes and hospitals. So having someone come to the house, I think is going to, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it has already, but yeah. you know, that's going to become in high demand. Yeah. I, I, I actually think that, um, that whole optional surgery piece, I think that's probably a little bit busier now and will be, um, will become, I think a little bit more busy since no one's going into mm-hmm. the office. They're going to do those elective surgeries there's going to be a surge. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a surge right after the pandemic. Right. Like, let's get in. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a surge. And then I think it will, um, you know, balance out again. Mm-hmm. So another industry that is soaring, and I don't really feel like took a, a hit, especially if you were in those industries that were, quote unquote, essential, is sales, right? Like tech sales roles. Right. Which actually surprised me, not necessarily tech sales, because obviously companies need the technology more than ever right now. Um, Just sales in general. I feel like certain sales, I guess, Mm -hmm. I guess like any industry, right? it just depends on what it is. But yeah, sales, there was... um, That surprised you? Yeah. Never really a slowdown in sales. We always had sales jobs. We still have lots of sales jobs. And um, especially in technology, I feel like if you're, you know, looking... For new opportunities, obviously, sales is always a, a great, um, you know, job to be in. Mm-hmm. You have to be a good salesperson and have the right personality for it. Um, but kind of merging that with technology. Let's let's go deeper into that. When we talk about tech sales, we're talking about cloud, um, ground to cloud. Um, Software. Right. So moving um, companies that. Um, are looking at even telecom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's technically a tech piece, but I, I feel like it is. But telecom's been pretty yeah. strong. Anything technology related has been, you know, still there, not going anywhere. And um, even like healthcare technology sales. Oh yeah, um, absolutely, that's definitely. You know, still hiring companies are still needing people for that. Um, and also companies are upgrading. Like this is the time where they have to operate lean and smart. So hiring people that 
you know, are making them the most money for what they're paying. So uh, upgrading their uh, top grading top, or top grading their talent, top grading yeah. their talent. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I feel like now is the time to do it because you have mm-hmm. to run lean and you want the most, the best for your money. Right. I wanted to chat about the large companies versus the small companies right now in this space with, you know, the job market, right? So I feel like a lot of the small to medium-sized businesses are going to be more nimble than the large organizations in getting back up to speed with all of this. So like you mentioned, how they're going to have to top grade their talent. They're going to have to run lean. They're going to really have to make do with what they, what they have and really kind of, um, comb through everything. And I see it all the time and you probably see it all the time too. Like smaller organizations are just able to bounce into, okay, this is a full-time role. Okay. We'll we'll just make it remote. Bam. And it's easy and done. And then some of my, my extremely large clients that I have, they're not able to do that. They can't even say remote when they're talking to a candidate because they haven't finished all that paperwork to make it remote, even though we're in an obvious market where you have to be remote right now. It's very interesting. I think it depends on how up to date they are on their technologies and mm-hmm. how on the forefront they are mm-hmm. um, as far as trends and all that. Because, mm-hmm. for example, um, so you hear of all the companies like the huge um, like Zillow, Facebook, um, Google, mm-hmm. that they're going to remain 100% remote until 2021. Mm-hmm. So I think, and those are like high tech, data right. that are like, you know, that type of company. And they, they were ready for it. They could already operate like that. So I think those types of companies, because they were already set up, you know, to be able to, you know, do that, mm-hmm. then... um then they're, then they were prepared and they can continue doing that. And then, then people say, Oh, that's a great place to work because all their employees work remote. Right. Whereas if you're a larger company and you're not as nimble and you don't have the latest and greatest technologies then you have to have your employees come back. Yeah. So I think it just depends on how prepared you are and how, you know, with your technologies and with the leadership that you have, mm-hmm. And the training. I think training is another huge area. Yeah. Like, was your training in place? Did you train your employees, you know, in the first place to be remote and to work in that type of environment? If not, then you probably don't have the, you know, right employees that are going to be dedicated and structured enough to work from home. Um, if so, great. Then you don't have any problem and you don't even skip a beat. Ooh, yeah, that's huge. Training is like a whole nother rabbit hole to dive into, but you're right. They, you absolutely need to know how to work from home. It's not that easy, right? If you're training your employees to, you know, only be in person and only do something when they're told in person, that's never going to last, right? They need to have a, um, a buttoned up schedule and everything kind of their calendar blocked off for certain things. Otherwise it's just not going to get done. Right. I mean, some companies, you know, I was doing some research like Twitter told employees that they can work from home indefinitely. Um, you know, I just feel like 
being ahead of everyone as far as being really tech savvy and yeah, tech you know, savvy companies. Their their product is tech, right? So mm-hmm. they better be on the forefront. Yeah. And it's a it's a communication device too. So uh, that makes sense. I, I was think. even seeing that some even offered their employees more PTO. Like gave them like five additional weeks PTO and work from home mm-hmm. and are giving all these extra incentives whenever you're like to me, I was like, wow, like you, right, would, you already think like right. working from home is a benefit. What more right. do you need? But yeah, yeah, benefits are going to probably be huge, I bet. Like moving into, you know, after we kind of get back into school, school starting, you right. know, get through the elections and everything, it'll be really interesting to see what companies do and what they're kind of, you know, how they operate. Right. It'd be probably better benefits, more PTO. Because, I mean, let's face it, we're all going through a lot right now. And even though we're working remote, it's not a PTO day. Exactly. Yeah. And you're, I feel like whenever you work from home, I don't know about you or anyone else out there listening, but whenever I'm working from home, I log on earlier. Mm-hmm. I work later. I'm, as long as the kids aren't home, I'm more focused mm-hmm. as opposed to being in the office where I'm like, oh, like squirrel, <laughs> you know, um, like I feel like you get more hours out of people whenever they're working from home as right. long as they, you know, are focused and don't have those distractions. Right. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing because some people are going to be teaching their kids virtually, right, and working. So that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I think everyone is just... You know, they have to be a little bit more understanding in today's days because, you know, you don't know someone's situation and what they're going through if they're having to do e-learning or have a sick parent at home and needs extra care, you know, in that area. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, we're all going through it together. So I think everyone is being a little bit more understanding and, um, you know, flexible. That's a really good point that made me think of, you know, the, the stats I pulled on the um, the days, right, from when the role is open to when it is first interviewed to when it is filled. And though that time span has expanded and gotten longer because you have those hiring managers that have their kids at home that, mm-hmm. you know, aren't maybe working the traditional nine to five hours. Um, so they need a little bit more time to get back to um, you know, the the candidate and move them forward and you're dealing with all of these crazy schedules. Mm-hmm. So I think from the candidate's perspective, candidates really need to be understanding um, when they're interviewing. It's not going to be as quick as it was back in February. Right now, it's a little bit longer of a process and communication is so big. Sending thank you notes um, connecting back, um, you know, the candidate's going to do have to do a little bit more work right now. Uh, I was just thinking, I think another big area where companies are hiring right now is leadership. Oh, that's right. We've had a ton mm-hmm. of leadership roles and I think companies just want to, you know, have a better leadership team and process and everything in place because honestly our, our world has completely changed in the past four or five months, mm-hmm. like completely. And companies have had to adapt. So having good strategy leader leaders 
and, you know, people that can lead from a different perspective and maybe people that aren't stuck in their own ways. They want to, right. you know, top grade their leadership as well. So I think mm-hmm. that's another big area where people and companies are hiring right now is their leadership. Yeah. They're, yeah. We, as a world, as a country, we've grown and changed so much in these last four months that companies need that leadership to, to say, okay, we need to put this on your shoulders and figure out how can, how can we make this, make it through? What can we do better? How can we improve? Um, which is definitely what we're seeing from our clients and our candidates, which is exciting. I love that everyone's trying to be better and just improve on things. I used to think it's a good time to get interns like the the recent college grads because they're less expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you can train them as long as you have that training piece, yep. you know, intact and you have a good training program. You can train them how you want and you can build them and mold them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for for less money than you have to pay for a more experienced person who is more stuck in their way. So I feel like companies are they're hiring the leadership. They're hiring good salespeople. And then they're hiring that junior level, like entry level person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To kind of mold and, you know, come in. They're hard workers, too. Most. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's hard right now. I feel like it's hard for recent college grads to find opportunities because they don't have the network. So, um, you know, if you, you know, utilize your network and, you know, talk to people, get out there, get on LinkedIn, and that will help you as well find, you know, companies that are hiring for those types of roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think your network is key right now. Mm -hmm. You, there's not a lot of, um, face-to-face interaction going on right now. I know some people don't mind and want to, and then others don't really want to. So, you know, utilizing your network, tapping into, you know, my friend's friend, right? Ask your friends who they know to connect with them. Um, Yeah, that's, again, hiring is definitely a little unconventional right now and a little different, so... I will say too, I feel like I'm like, oh, like excited about this topic. So I'm jumping okay. all over the place. No, that's but right. um, hiring has changed in the fact that, you know, as opposed to hiring permanent employees in this uncertain time, people are hiring contractors. Right. And that's a good way to go because you can hire, you can bring them on for three to six months um, and then always hire them perm after that. But in this time where you don't know what's going to happen, you know, even tomorrow, you can hire a contractor, pay them hourly, and then you don't have to worry about, you know, investing in that permanent employee. You know, there's different ways to think, but that's another trend. Yeah. And no, you're absolutely right because these business owners are hiring C-levels, right, to come in and help them with their organization. But they do have some lower level roles that need to be filled that they have the work now. So you're right. They could hire them on contract and they don't really have to commit to, Hey, this is your role. It's a permanent role. Just Mm -hmm. have them be contract. They're going to, the candidates going to prove themselves and then they're going to want that individual in their organization eventually. Right. Or maybe they might see, you know, a different skill in them and, and move them over to another area. Yeah. Hiring contract is definitely hot. Yeah. And highly skilled um, technical contractors, architects and, you know, those technical people that can come in, implement a software, get it off the ground, get up, get it up and running, train the employees on it, and then move on to their next project. Like that's 
huge as well for mm-hmm. those companies upgrading their software and their technology. Um, you know, that's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so many different ways that, you know, you can find a job in today's day and age, mm-hmm. you know, hire new employees. There's different options, you know, contrary to what you might hear and to what an employment says, people are hiring. Yeah. And now is a decent time to go look for a job, you know, for all the reasons that we just gave. Right. And, and also I think, I don't know if you guys have heard this a lot lately, but culture fit has always been a big thing for what the last two and a half years. It's been like a growing, you know, culture fit you'll hear. And I'm like doing quotes with my fingers, but I think that's going to be, I think that's going to grow even more as we start to hire um, after this whole crazy unemployment rate, right? As it goes down, I think companies are going to be more mindful of the types of hires. So they might flex, right? Maybe there's a, a skill gap that they're, you know, for whatever it might be, whether it's developer, sales, um, intern, whatever it is, they're going to flex and on on the skill and look at the adaptability of the individual like hey are you willing uh, and able to be trained Um, do you want to do maybe different things wear different hats Um, they're going to also just um, you know look at the culture fit right are you going to be a hire that's going to be positive and positively impact the workplace because a lot of a lot of um, business owners they they understand that hiring even one bad bad apple or you know kind of a negative individual will, will kind of spoil right the culture that they've developed. So I think that's going to be a huge piece as well. Yeah, culture is huge and communication is huge right now. Um, so hiring people that you like and that you can communicate good with and that are good communicators mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, yeah, I feel like that's all super important right now. The be interesting to see, you know, at the end of next year, this time next year, what's going on. And five years from now, you know, what the market's doing, what the trends are, what the hiring is like. Because I feel like it's changed so much in the past few months. It has, yeah. So we'll, it will see. It will be interesting to see if it stays like that mm-hmm. or if it goes back. I w- it feels almost like it's going to turn into more of that work-life integration piece. Like, you know how when we were starting to say that it was totally nine to five weekends were your weekends, whatever. And yeah, you had kids and yeah, if they were sick, okay, you're working from home. But now I feel like it's getting even more entrenched into that where it's like, you're going to want to find a job that you really like because it's going to be, um, you know, taking meetings while you're, you know, have your kid at home with you maybe on the weekends because maybe Monday you can't work. So you, maybe you're working on a Saturday now. So I feel like that, that integration piece is just going to be even more tightly woven in Mm -hmm. and even more reason for everyone to just make sure that they're doing what they're passionate about and what they love to do. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Obviously I'm passionate about hiring and, you know, matching the right people to the right job. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to me and it, and it's rewarding because I feel like, you know, it's 
it's what people, it's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. It's how they support their family. So I love it. And so I'm excited to see, you know, I definitely think that the market's going to get even better than it has been. And, you know, if you are looking for a job and you feel like you can't find the right opportunity or you just don't know where to go, you know, reach out to us and we're happy to help. I mean, we see opportunities all the time and um, we can at least, if not help you, if we don't have a job for you, then at least, you know, give you some advice or give you some resume tips or connect you with someone we do know that can help. Absolutely. You can email us at livebolderandbossup at gmail.com for that. Or if we touched on a subject that you um, wanted to dive deeper in or know more about, let us know. We could keep talking about this forever, but those are definitely the highlights of what we're seeing. We're touching on a day-to-day basis. So we thought it would be really important for you guys to know and have this information. Yeah, we're by no means at all like data analysts or anything. expert in that area we're just giving you what what we've seen what we've researched ourselves this isn't stuff and ash like news brief (laughs) (laughs) so we we just enjoy talking about it and our our hope that we provided some sort of value today Mm -hmm. um but thank you so much for joining us thank you to next path in the tampa bay wave for helping this all happen And until next time, guys, live bold and boss up. This is a forking around town with Tracy Guida quick fix on radio influence. You know, I've mentioned this before with everything with COVID and wearing masks. Well, I have a ton of friends in the hospitality industry, and I just want to just kind of remind everybody it is so difficult to work under, you know, some of these guidelines Wearing a mask, I mean, it's hard. It's It gets really hot. People in the kitchen, I mean, they're busting their butts, preparing food. And when you're wearing a mask in front of a hot oven or over a stove, it really is difficult. So just if you guys, you know, continue supporting your local places, no matter where you live. But just remember, any sort of a tip really goes a long way with takeout. Some people are so incredibly generous. I love seeing stories about, you know, restaurants across the country where, you know, servers are getting presented with a $100 tip or, you know, maybe a customer is taking care of all the people in the kitchen. It really is such a blessing when you work in hospitality and people really understand that you are working so hard for them. So just a little friendly PSA. Next time you guys go out, definitely leave a tip. If you can leave a little more, perhaps for those that work in the kitchen, it it would just be so appreciated and you would really make someone's day. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.